Yeah. You're listening to the Smash Bros. Cast, episode 50. I'm your host, N64 Josh. My co-host and sparring partner, Nightcrawler. What's up, dude? Hey, how's it going? It's going good. It's going good, guys. This is our this is our uh, our little like bonus episode call in show that we're doing. So we got a handful of questions from the community that we're going to look at. And I believe we have uh, we have at least one person that's going to be joining us on the call. So um, we are doing this live on twitch.tv slash N64 Josh. And just real quick, if you want to get yourself a free book from Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash SBC. Pick up something awesome like blood, sweat, and pixels. The chair I'm sitting in is from OP Seat. Go to n64josh.com slash OP Seat. You'll automatically save $10 at checkout. And I just finished my book, Another Castle. If you want to check it out, you want to check out the first chapter for free, you can go to n64josh.com slash Another Castle and uh, just choose uh, the chapter one. And uh, you can you can check it out for free if you want. So uh, with that, I think we are going to uh, go ahead and get to our questions. All right, Crawler, what is the first question we have there? So we have a question from a Discord user, a dude named Paul. Um, and so he says he mainly plays first-person shooter games, and this is his first fighting title. Uh, he has a tendency to always be moving his left stick, and so he gets turned around a lot. He's asking, should he be flicking the stick to move, or should he keep his thumb on it and move it sparingly? It's a good question. So I, yeah, I know you and I both played a lot of first-person shooters, and I'm, I haven't been big into fighting games. I, I enjoy them, but I, I never, I've never really been super proficient at them. But uh, I'll let you go first since you've you kind of were the uh, the resident what, killer instinct and street fighter kind of person. Yeah, for sure. For sure. A little Mortal Kombat. Pretty, I mean, a lot of fighting games from the uh, 90s, early 2000s, that kind of stuff like Bloody Roar. There's a lot of them. But um, yeah, huge first person shooter fan. Halo is my jam. Can't wait for the new game. The the thing that that I would say, like you know, you're asking about like movement and like flicking, flicking your stick. Well, there's, there's going to be a, a, a couple different ways to approach this, right? If you're trying to foxtrot, then you're going to be flicking your stick, right? You're going to, the, the foxtrot is like, if you want to, if you want to get to the, the right of the stage as quickly as possible, um, and then quickly be able to turn back towards the, the left, you just flick your stick constantly in that direction and, and essentially your character just skips it's called fox trotting right so that's 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 one thing that you want to incorporate into your movement because it will allow you to um just mix things up you know so that your opponent doesn't always know that you're 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 running at them you're dashing at them and so if you if if you find yourself just leaving your your thumb on the stick and constantly pressing towards that direction yes you will dash if you hit an attack, it doesn't matter what attack you're going to do a dash attack. And then, um, the other thing is like for me where, where I have a little bit of a disconnect and really have to be precise with my, with my inputs is with my back air. See if I'm, if I'm dashing and then I hit back the opposite direction, I can then jump and hit 
uh, hit my C stick to uh, the opposite direction that I'm facing and I'll throw my back air. But if I'm foxtrotting, I have to give it a second to make sure that I have turned around before I jump and hit that, uh, that attack button to throw that back air. Otherwise, I'm going to continue in the same direction with a fair and that oftentimes leads to me getting punished. So uh, I think I think the simple answer is yes, you're going to want to flick your stick, but there are going to be times that you do want to that you do want to dash and uh, um, and possibly dash attack. It's not going to be every time, but I mean, I have I have one of my combos as Mario is like I could do a forward throw to a dash attack to a spike. It's not going to work every time. It's not, you know, but there are, there are cases like even today, as we were playing, I was able to pull, uh, pull that move off. So it's going to be a mix of the two. Carl, you got anything to add to that? Yeah. And I I mean, I think something I want to work on with how I hold my controller is I think it's fairly common in the smash community, at least that you're using the, the knuckle, the inside of your, like, the pad part of your thumb, but the knuckle side. So kind of that middle joint, that's where you want to have the thumbstick. It's just, it allows for easier kind of dashing back and forth. Um, it, it, it takes a little bit of getting used to, especially coming from first person shooter where you're kind of keeping it just on the pad of your thumb. But uh, it kind of just allows for quicker kind of shorter throws of your thumb, moving it back and forth, which can allow for those uh, those quick movements. So that's that's something I want to work on. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make that change fully here before Genesis, but that is something I've kind of been keeping in the back of my mind, my mind that I can uh, I can use for later on that I need to kind of just adjust how I play. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right on. Okay. I'm going to get rust belt kid. He's going to go ahead and join us in the, in the call rust belt. What's going on, buddy? Oh, looks like his mic is currently muted. muted. Rust. How you doing? See if we can get that mic unmuted. Maybe, maybe not. Hey, Hey, there he is. What's going on, buddy? Not much. Just sitting here playing some games. Right on, man. Right on. So, uh, you went to your first local. Yeah, uh, that was definitely an experience in itself. Um, <laughs> I, 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 had, I, I had to motivate you that morning to, to go do it. Yeah, definitely. I kind of throughout the day, I was like, oh, I don't want to I don't want to go. I don't know how it is. And so it's at a, it's at this place. Uh, it's a local place. It's just it's called Paul's Gamer Zone. So you couldn't really find much about the place. It was not a lot of reviews or anything, just kind of like, and the reviews that were there were kind of like moms going like, Oh, this is a cool place to send my kid's birthday party. And, and I was kind of like, okay, like I'm a 33 year old bearded dude, like showing up at a place for a kid's birthday party. Like, eh. <laughs> so, uh, I hesitated it. Um, crawler definitely uh, convinced me a couple others were like, ah, just go, just go. So I went ahead and drug my wife with me. So that was an experience in itself. <laughs> no it was fun it was uh the place that it's at the guys it's like his whole collection and he's kind of opened up a place just for the kids we even talked about sustainability so is, it, is it like arcade stuff is, is he he's collecting like, arcade cabinets it, or any actual arcade cabinets other than like he has some like he has like a a setup from like you know, like the GameStop setups that you'd have like the old PS3s in and stuff like that. Like he's got a few of those where like a Wii U set up PS3, but he has legit like R and he just kind of stripped it out 
and like one side of the wall and i'll have to post some pictures in the discord sometime but one side of the wall is like all tvs with gamer chairs and systems hooked up to each one um and if for some reason you want to use one of those tvs and the system's not hooked up you just got to ask him and then he's got tvs like up above where the bar would be and you could play there everything from v from nes games to atari vr to xbox one it, if you want it he's probably got it oh that's cool very a cool. brave dude but, uh, let, let people use all this stuff yeah. yeah i mean he's got he's got some strict rules on it but all in all it's pretty i mean it's pretty relaxed it's it's a pretty good environment even for me when i went i even talked to him and i said look i'm like this is weird like there's a bunch of kids here so i'm <laughs> is this where i should be and he was like no no like it was cool. Like, I guess during the week, Monday through Thursday, they have a lot of people thirties and above come in and do a lot of gaming and do a lot of tournaments. And then on the weekends, it's more kid related, but Thursdays is their themed. So he said, not every Thursday will they hold like a big tournament like this, but this Thursday they were bucks to enter. Like half of the pot went to the winner. Um, and then the other half obviously went to the guy putting it on. But there was a good amount of people there, uh, just a little over 20. He had to convince one kid just to enter it so that we would be even on our uh, bracket. <laughs> but even even if you lost, you still got to play again. So there was a loser's bracket. I uh, Luckily enough, I got there early enough that the one kid that I was playing with really good. Um, I mean, like, I was still at zero per, or like percent, and he already had like two stocks gone through me. Like, <laughs> there was just there was no competing with this kid. <laughs> Pointers and was very nice, kind of quiet, but like real nice about it. And I learned real quick just playing with him. Yoshi just might not be my character <laughs> as much as I love him. <laughs> gotcha gotcha did you end up playing somebody else then uh yeah so that was just kind of messing around so when the tournament started i got to play a couple other people before the tournament um box here and there but i learned what my back air is with mario yeah and i've learned how to use it effectively that's cool uh so yeah we got the tournament started and the first guy i faced was I could have beat him. I actually playing with Mario for a couple of matches beforehand got me comfortable with him to the point to where he took the first stock from me. I came back and just demolished him. Really? The next stock. And that like it was one one and that third stock came down to the wire. Like it was pretty close. And if it wasn't for like my inexperience, I probably could have got it. But there were some things that I definitely messed up on. Okay. Like I was trying to grab grab way too much with Mario, and I was trying to grab when I was too far out. Oh yeah, those short little arms. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It was definitely T Rex arms. Gotcha, gotcha. So overall, sounds like it was a pretty good experience. Yeah, great experience. Um, I've got to play with Mario a little bit after that, and I kind of want to mess around with some other characters, but I'm kind of the, to that point where is that I'm kind of afraid to just mess around with them too much. So I've kind of just stuck with Mario and said, okay, when I have the chance, I'll train with Yoshi and try to figure it out, which was really cool. That guy that beat me in the first round explained, I said, look, I'm good. I'm decent with Yoshi. 
it's just as soon as I jump, you know, I'm up in the air just wiggling my feet up there for eternity. <laughs> just don't come down. So I always get just hammered when I'm in the air. Right. right. And he was showing me how to kind of kind of cancel in the middle of it so you don't get real high. So I've been practicing it. It just takes repetitiveness to get those buttons down. Oh, yeah. You got to get that muscle memory for sure. Oh, yeah. And like Yoshi and Mewtwo, those kind of floaty characters, those are different kind of characters to learn how their movement works. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, unfortunately, I wasn't able to uh, ball anybody up in an egg and, you know, kind of spit them out the back end like I did Josh the one time. Oh, we got to bring that <laughs> but, uh, up. I see. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, look, I got I got one I got one up on you in, in life. That's my one up. There you go. I'll take it. <laughs> no, we had a good laugh for sure. That was awesome. That was awesome. Any particular questions or anything that we could uh that you have for us that we can we could talk about? I guess my main concern right now is Everybody talks about playing people that are better than you. Mm-hmm. And I 100% agree with that. I think my biggest downfall, and I don't know if it's or what I need to figure out, but like I have no problem playing against people better than me. It's ice and being like, okay, I'm just going to go practice on my own in the training room. Like it takes every part of me. It's almost like a diet at, the, at January 1st. Like for me to go in the training room and like train at something, I'm kind of like I get bored so easily, even though I'm learning and I'm enjoying it. My brain's like, OK, it's time to move on. Like just go just learn trial by error. Do to get in that training room. I really don't. I just can't. It's hard for me. So what I would say is part of the reason I enjoy the training room so much is because that's where I'm going to learn my muscle memory. One of the things that happened today is that my, from the, from the top platform, I threw, uh, an, uh, an up from, from a grab threw him up, hit the, hit the up air, hit the up air and the up B and got the kill when they were at a relatively low percent. And the only reason I've been able to pull that off is because I've spent time in the training room doing that very thing. So one of the things to think about is like, that's, that's going to be the area where you're not going to jump into a battle with somebody and do the same moves that you do in the training every time, because they're moving, they're going to be, uh, uh, dodging, right? Like there, it's just, it's, they're going to be air dodging, that kind of stuff. You're not going to be pulling those things off all the time, but when the time comes and you're able to pull those off, man, you know, it's because you've spent that time in the training, you know, like you're going to be a better player, no matter what character it is, the more like there's a ton to be learned from playing against other people. Don't get me wrong. There's a ton to be learned there, but I think you'll hit a point where when you go into training, you all of a sudden get a, there's confidence that comes with knowing what your, your move set is and what you can, uh, knowing what you can do. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. I, I kind of put it in the perspective of like any other game you ever play from, from the time you're a child till like now, like the more you play it, the better you get. I think my biggest thing is I've never played a lot of fighting games. And so trying to make like forcing myself to understand and realize like, Hey, to get better at a fighting game, like it's not always just repetition. It's not like playing 
like some of the games I'm playing now where you just, you play them enough, you're going to get better because of trial and error. There's no way to really practice other than trial and error. And in a fighting game, most fighting games now, you have that opportunity to go into a training room and actually train and learn the moves over and over again, knowing that like, hey, I don't have to worry about somebody attacking me or anything like that. Like I can keep trying until I get them down and then put them into an actual match and see how I go from there. And I think that's what I got to get my mind to working because the only other fighting game I've ever really played was like the first Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. fighting games. And the first Mortal Kombat, I mean, literally came down to my cousin turning it off right at the end and like ruining my whole day of playing. <laughs> and I never played it after that. So I just never played fighting games. Yeah, I mean, I'll say I'm guilty as well, where I don't spend a lot of time in the training room. The most I do is kind of the training room right before a a, a quick match or something like that. But even even there, you can kind of get a feel for for uh, combo strings that you can work out. Um, but just like you said, I mean, the biggest thing I don't like about the the repetition in the training room is that it's not always practical to get that move kind of off on a human being so i do like kind of i'd rather go into a sparring room with another human being and actually try to have them get out of whatever i'm doing um but but both of those are viable options if you're going to just go into if you have a sparring partner you can kind of set it up like a training room and it almost can work better because you can if you have a competent training partner you can have them uh kind of setting up in situations that you wouldn't necessarily be able to have the computer be in or like working like especially when josh and i were first working on uh what what was it josh probably two or three months before we even attempted to start working on edge guarding in smash 4 i mean it it took a while for us to get our confidence up with just leaving the stage and trying to edge guard Mm -hmm. um and that that kind of practice that we had just in that game has paid dividends in this one because this game is almost 80% edge guard. I mean, if you can get somebody off the stage and you have an effective way to keep them and keep that uh that stage control, then it can you can easily take stocks off somebody at 30 40% if you do it right. So it, Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I found like the edge guarding is the one thing that I found out real quick in that little tournament, like playing beforehand with Yoshi, like couldn't do much of anything else. Right. But if I got you off stage with Yoshi, like keeping you off stage with edge guarding, like I was, I was able to figure that out with, and I realized real quick, like I was like, Oh, wait a minute. Like I didn't really know this was a thing, but apparently this is, (laughs) this is a really good way to win the game. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Even me with spikes, like the only reason I got, I started getting it down is because I was doing it in the lab that I mean, literally everything I've learned in this game, it has been, I'm, I would pick what I want to learn. That's the other thing. If you're going into the lab and just going, Oh, I'm just going to fight against a computer that doesn't do anything. Like there's not going to be a lot of that. That's not going to be super useful. But when you, when you've watched a video or you've, you've kind of, you know, maybe learn some things in a match or you played against another character that did, did a similar, uh, that did a move that you're like, I've never done that before. For instance, when I played Antoine, the, the Mario main, and I watched one of his, uh, um, one of the ways he, he got back on the stage was he would throw the Cape jump and back air. And I was like, I got to learn this. Right. So I jumped into, I jumped into, uh, the lab 
jumped on the ledge. What do you know? You just throw your, you just throw your cape that takes, you don't have to drop down. You just throw the cape and then you jump and you're already facing the right direction and you throw your back air. Like it's extremely simple, but like for me to think about doing that in a match against somebody, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really think about it. But now that I've, now that I've learned it, I can, I can then take it into, uh, um, into the game. And so that's, I think that's the second part of it. Like just nonchalantly going into the lab for the sake of being in there, isn't going to probably do much good for you. But now that the game's been out long enough and there's probably videos or at the very least, there's going to be some, some, some pros or some high end, uh, or, you know, some real high level, um, players playing the character you want to learn. You, you can, you can find those on YouTube, pick like two or three moves, jump into the lab and then work on those. Yeah, yeah, I no. mean that—that's something I did. I did. I did go into lab a little bit working on Corrin in Smash Four, because there were videos out from Iza and J Tails and that kind of stuff. And they—they they even went further enough to break down what the move was. But if like right now in this game there aren't a ton of character breakdown videos of combos and true combos and all that kind of stuff. So what you have to go off is you have to have a pretty astute eye to recognize know your character, know the moves, recognize the moves that are happening in said combo that like is happening in a tournament or something like that and slow it down a little bit and then try to replicate it. So that's kind of what the training room is for now, right now, but give it another month or two more probably here after Genesis and you'll start to see some of those character videos coming out from those YouTube creators that will have like breakdowns of true combos and other string combos that you can work to work on to, to improve. Yeah, and that's that's what I that's what I'm kind of getting out of everything. It's kind of like it's like going to an actual gym, like go in there with a plan. Like so, go into the training room with a plan and actually like work on those couple things. Exactly, and then focus focus on everything else later. I mean, it would help if I would just like put my Xbox in the back of a closet somewhere and just play my Switch too. So let's <laughs> oh, be honest, that's, that's what I've done. I don't. I, I had a I had a system update the other day, and I was like, I don't even know how long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my xbox is not even hooked up not until halo 6 anyway so maybe uh, crackdown who knows but uh um well right on brother thank you so much for uh uh for jumping in the call with us i appreciate it you got a quick yeah, no uh, you got an instagram or anything you want to you want to shout out real quick uh no nah, i'm mostly in the discord rust belt kid um instagram is it's same thing rust belt kid just with a period in between each of them that's about it just just trying to slowly switching everything over to video game related stuff and kind of finding my little niche. That's about it. Right on brother. Right on. All right. You have a good one now. Right, you guys have a good one. Later. Okay. Let's see. We got a couple more questions and then we'll wrap this thing up. We're almost at that. It's crazy how fast these shows go. So yep. uh, next, next question is a, is a really good one from wave tsunami. It says, what's the best way to find a local near me? And so what we did is we found a post that we're going to put in the show notes. And then I'm actually going to make, uh, I'm going to make up a post on n64josh.com that has, um, some of these other links, but for right now, it looks like, is it reddit.com slash R slash smash bros slash wiki slash Facebook. And that's kind of every state and city and stuff kind of broken down. Yeah. Um, it didn't look like it was organized super well, but I did just do a control F on the, the, the page and i was able to just type in colorado and i double checked that that my local scenes facebook was the actual one they had a few different listed like 64 melee project m all that kind of stuff but i clicked on just the smash war one which has been updated to be the ultimate page i think it just it 
we didn't create a new page. It just morphed into the ultimate page. Um, and it is up to date and correct. So for my scene, it's, it's correct. So I'm assuming a lot of those are going to be, um, correct. Cool. Cool. And, and the other thing too, like a quick Google search of your city and smash bros, Facebook group, you know, or the, 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 like a major city near you or your state, right. You're more than likely going to, uh, have some things you may have to do a little detective work here just to, to find it. But like, and once I found mine, cause I don't like using Facebook all that much. I found that they had a discord. I jumped into the Washington state, uh, smash bros discord. And from there, that's how I found out about, uh, that's how I found out about the game works local that I went to, um, uh, like over a week ago and then I'm going to go again this week. So, um, so they're there. You just, yeah, and, and, and the thing is you may have to drive and if you can't find anything close to you, then, then, then maybe try to get something started, start yeah, a Facebook group, start about, a discord, uh, that kind of stuff. on stream today, uh, about if you're in a college town or near a college town, there might be a scene that might not be listed there, but there might be, um, there might be something going on smash related at, at a university or college around you. Yeah. And the other thing too, like I'll go into like, like comic book shops that have like, maybe they do card games and stuff. And I'll just ask, Hey, do you guys do smash bros tournaments? You know, if you've got any like game shops, things like that, like give them a call and just say, Hey, do you do anything? And, and if not, maybe, maybe you can, maybe you can help get something started. So something to think about. Uh, next up, this is from, this is from Lego lot says I'm a casual player who listens to SBC. So my questions will usually be casual. What is your favorite level so far? Not a battlefield version, favorite assist trophy, favorite pokeball. Thanks. Carl, you want to start with this? one? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I've thought about stages. I don't know if, uh, I know enough about the assist trophies and pokeballs. The most I interact with those are in when they drop in the, the loading training room. Um, but the stages I really enjoy, I have a few. Um, uh, I enjoyed that they brought back um, Saffron City from 64. Um, I, I always enjoyed that stage on 64. Um, also Mushroom Kingdom, the one with the uh, Mario 3 kind of aesthetic. And then uh, lastly, just mainly for the music and just the, the visuals is so awesome and nostalgic. The, the Mushroom Kingdom 2 from super mario 2 it's it's i love that that stage chases chases dragon says walking into a ran, random businesses scratch your chest y'all got any of those smash bros it's <laughs> pretty much pretty much how i do it like to the t <laughs> nailed it <laughs> so um here's my thing right like because i'm just a, a sucker for nostalgia I love seeing the old, the old super Mario brothers, uh, like especially the first game. I love that stage. Now, obviously I play it battlefield. I don't necessarily play it. The it's actual stage, but I love that it's there. Um, even some of the spirit, the spirit tracks, you know, some of the Zelda stages, things like that. Like, um, I really, I, I really dig a lot of them, uh, you know, that are just that there's just there's just a ton of history tied to them, you know. So I, another one for me that's nostalgic that I'm glad I'm glad is actually on a console because it was only on the 3DS version. But the the Kirby, the Kirby in Dreamland with the Game Boy filter on it. I, I love that stage. Too. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And that's I mean, that's uh, that's what I that's the first Kirby. I remember really the only oh, yeah. Kirby I remember playing. That's, from yeah, back that's in the, the day, only Kirby so. I remember playing, too. Yeah. So that's, that's fun. 
That's fun. As far as uh, Pokeball, like, uh, yeah, I don't. I'm going to say Des- Des- Decidueye. I think I said that right, even though I don't know if I've ever seen it come out. I just. Was, M- Mimikyu. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. <laughs> I was there, like, we yeah. talked about enough of these leading up to, to the launch. But yeah, I I mean, I throw them at my at my computer opponent in the, the loading room. But uh, I'm trying to think of some of those assist trophies because some of those are really cool. Oh, like Guile from Street Fighter. I'd love I love that. That's yeah. that's a thing. Um, Waluigi, you know, got to give him. Wall- some love. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Rathalos flying in is pretty cool. Yeah, as well. Spring Man. Yeah, there, so. I mean, there's some fun ones. I, I just love that it's an appreciation and a love letter to the history of video games pretty much across the board. Well, in this, I mean, he doesn't have just items, but like I threw a softball today straight up and it went all oh, the way from the top of the stage and came back and hit, oh, yeah. hit come Mario around. that was yeah, hanging on the ledge. It's, it's, yeah, that, and so- <laughs> the soccer ball doesn't do it quite as much, but the, the baseball softball, that that's fun. Oh, dude, I was cracking up. So. OK, this is from uh, Dave Wayne. Oh, nine. It says, do you have any predictions for the remaining DLC characters? Uh, I have guesses. We'll see Sora from Kingdom Hearts, Steve from Minecraft Crash and some sort of tie in with Nintendo's movie deals from Illumination Studios like Gru and his minions uh, like uh, Olimar and his and Pikmin. Uh, what are our thoughts? What do you think? What do you think? Any any predictions for DLC character? Well, we do know it's supposed to be franchises that haven't been represented. I'm still holding out for Banjo as the Microsoft representative more so than Steve. I think Steve would be kind of boring. But uh, I'm, I'm for the, the thought as well that if we get Steve as an original fighter, we still haven't heard this yet, but I mean, you and I kind of had, I guess, wishful thinking that maybe we'd get alternating months, we'd get a free Echo. I think Banjo would be a great echo of Duck Hunt. It's kind of half there a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that would be fun if, if, if they're playing ball with Microsoft and micro and rare rare has said through via Microsoft, which whichever way you want to look at that, that they're kind of just guarding the IP. They don't really necessarily have plans to develop a ton of stuff with their IP. But if, if somebody comes up with good ideas with their IP that they're willing to, to, loan it out and play ball with it so i mean that would be cool joanna dark we've talked about before as as could be an echo for snake um i think that i mean i i would just love to see some of those old rare uh franchises that nintendo doesn't really have access to anymore to uh to find their way back in but kingdom hearts is coming out here in what like 10 10 days or something like that here soon um less than i think so i think that would be some kind of crazy announcement but i'm with persona and going back even with like cloud i mean who knows the the anything's on the table i think and nintendo has that power with this game and the reach that it has yeah and we really do want to see like we really do want to see as much from rare as possible like i you know any anything uh banjo I, i think that'd be great I think it'd be great. I mean, here, here's where you start. I mean, and who knows what the way with, with uh, Microsoft's verbiage about it, like maybe we do see a, a, a Banjo game on the switch, you know, back, back uh, on the early days with the, with the Xbox, I think it was the 360. you know, we had games like Viva Pinata that also came out on the, on the DS, you know? So it's not it's not entirely unlikely there's there's definitely some things that could happen and we've seen everybody playing nice which is which is also crazy so you know 
the, the thing is, everybody is is going to be making some money if these kind of things happen. You know, it's not like because I mean, look, the, the kind of the, the proof is in the pudding. Like, look at what happens with these Nintendo first party games. Look at what happens with, uh, you know, even some of these indie titles that Nintendo uh, markets or even just talks about. All of a sudden, they're uh, they're they're the they're the games that sell the best on on the switch. So, like, you know, if Banjo could come out on the Xbox one and the switch, like I would be willing to bet it would sell more copies on the switch than it would on the Xbox. I mean, but, but yeah, Xbox still it. makes money there. You know, people are still waiting for for Activision to put Spyro, the Spyro trilogy on on switch. And I think it would sell more than that they've sold on PlayStation four and Xbox more than likely. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's, it's pretty light. And Spyro. I mean, there's another character that, you know, I'm sure people yep. would love to see. So, I mean, as far as like, like dream characters for me, like we've kind of talked about it, like master chief would be, would be cool. Um, I don't know how likely that is, but, uh, um, I, and I'm still of the mind that we're going to see, um, we're going to see kind of some free DLC or characters that are tied to Nintendo come out along the way. Maybe they're, you know, I don't know what the price of, uh, of piranha plants going to be once it, uh, uh, once after the, after, you know, anybody that buys the game after the fact, but I would imagine we may, you know, maybe he's like three bucks or something. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be less cause he doesn't have a stage and a song and that kind of stuff. Or maybe he does. I don't really know all the details on it, but, um, mm-hmm. regardless, it would, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw, you know, characters like Waluigi and spring spring man and, um, yeah. you know, Ben, and people still uh, want, bandana people still D want I saw from chat and Gino. Yeah. So, yeah. so there's, yeah, there's a lot. So, you know, who knows? I know as far as like seeing things like Gru and Minions, I don't think that will ever be the case because they've made it very clear that they have to be video game characters uh, first and foremost. So I don't think, you know, I don't think we're ever going to see Goku or any of the, the Dragon Ball stuff that uh, that I know people, some people would like to see and some people don't want it all. It's really funny. So um, <laughs> last question here is what is your main goal at Genesis? I think believe the name was Spam Spam on the, on this one from the Discord. It says, what is your main goal at Genesis and what do you hope to take from the experience as a whole and uh, who's your favorite pro pro player and why? So uh, I'll let you take this one. Um, I think we had set the bar really low when we were originally talking about Genesis. Uh, I'm, I'm a little more optimistic. I mean, just the sheer numbers that are going to Genesis. I'm hoping that we can, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to get out of pools. I've never, I, I, you've had an experience with, with pool play, um, at your local. We haven't, I haven't had that experience yet. So that could be kind of its own thing to, to experience, but I would definitely like to try to win a set, win a game. I mean, we were, t- we were joking about just taking a stock at the beginning, but I think hopefully there's 2,055 how, people in singles. Yeah, <laughs> I think with how we've progressed a little bit, hopefully we can at least guarantee that we're going to take a stock. Um, but I think the biggest thing is just the, it's going to be the experience. It's, it's the first super major. It's, I mean, this is a grassroots event that has grown to be the, what it is. And, um, I was kind of disappointed. I saw yesterday that zero said he's not going. Um, I, I think that would have been a great thing just to be able to, to see all those, all those top players in one, one space. Um, but I will definitely say that, um, I, a couple of my favorite pro players I've, I've followed cosmos mainly just because of, uh, 
the fact that he and I had made the same character in Smash 4. Uh, he's playing Inkling now. I haven't seen a lot of his streams lately. I think he's kind of been practicing underground, but he he I think he was at Glitch, and I think he he had a pretty good showing. I think I saw one of his matches this this past weekend. Um, but also, just what what Tweak is doing with Wario is insane, and the fact that he's just kind of quietly kind of just going about his business and just running through um, some of those players is is pretty nuts. I, I enjoy watching him. As far as I mean, honestly, I don't I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I don't have like I don't and I don't have any like expectations for uh, um, for for how I'm going to do. I'm just going to do the best I can and I'm going to have fun doing it. Right. Like the the experience overall is just going to be um, amazing. Honestly, I hope it's an incredible networking uh, event so that we can get we can get pro players on the show like um, that, that we can kind of, I'm hoping that it will help us take this show to the next level to get, to get some pro players on here and get advice and tips from them so that, uh, you know, we can all be, all be learning on a, on a whole, whole nother level. That's, that's really what I want to see. And so, um, you know, I, I plan on, we're going to have, we're going to have cameras. We're going to be, we're going to be doing live streams from Twitch. We're going to be, it, it it's we're gonna be putting out massive amounts of content while we're there too and then just trying to like i've done a, different cons and stuff and if you go there and you just try to work the whole time you end up kind of missing some of the fun so that's the other thing too is like i just want to have i just want to have some fun you know just yeah, have they got, just, an arca- they got an arcade set up the whole time so we i mean i'm i'm looking forward to like friendlies and stuff as well because there should be time for that but yeah just the event as a whole i think is going to be really fun I think overall, I feel like there's a really good chance I'm going to leave there a better smash player than when I showed up, you know, because of the, the, the variety of people that are there and the different skill levels. And, you know, even just, and, you know, we're planning a, a, a meetup, you know, so hopefully we'll get to meet some of you guys. If you're going, or you live in the, uh, um, the Bay area, you know, come out, we would love to, uh, love to get to hang out. We're getting the details on that going. So it's just, just overall, it's just going to be, uh, it's just going to be really, really a good time, whether we, you know, you know, whether we take any, uh, any matches or not, but, uh, I I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I, I, I think we're going to do, I think we're going to do okay. So Danderson from chat saying, uh, Genesis is always a good time. So, um, really, I'm really excited, really, really excited. So as far as my pro player, like, I don't know that I necessarily have a favorite, like, you know, uh, anti and ally. Like I loved seeing just, um, the stuff they could do with Mario. Right. But, uh, I mean, Nairo is just, he's just crazy. He's, he's crazy. I love, I love watching him. I love just his, um, his attitude and everything. Like it just, as far as a competitor goes, like I really enjoy, um, uh, what he does. And then, you know, you got, you got like, uh, um, Matt, you know, uh, um, oh my gosh, his, uh, his, uh, his tag that he goes by just escaped me. The Luigi main uh, elegant, elegant. There we go. Yeah. Elegant. Just, I love, I, I love watching him play right now. Like his, his, uh, his Luigi is just dirty, you know? So, just just seeing different players like that and 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 seeing like seeing them push the game like to levels that I, you know, I hadn't seen or obviously can't do. I I, I love it. So that's that, that's some of my, uh, you know, 
some of my my favorites right now anyway so um with that i think we're gonna we're gonna wrap this thing up crawler where can people find you uh you guys can find uh me hanging out in the discord n64josh.com slash discord uh and then just uh for for all things that are going to be going on at genesis uh check out uh my twitter nightcrawler724 nightcrawler.e there's also a link there to my twitch so twitch.tv slash nightcrawler724 uh, Josh and I will both be trying to get stuff up. Uh, like I said, on we'll, we'll try to be recording each other on our on our Twitch channels while we're playing, and then uh, look for look for different posts and stuff uh, on Twitter while we're there. Yeah, right on, guys. You can follow me on on Instagram, uh, Snapchat, Facebook, uh, all the places. It's at N64 Josh. We're streaming pretty regularly on Twitch. Come hang out. Make sure notifications are turned on. Come do some viewer battles. It's a good time. Um, I love playing with you guys. It helps me improve. Like one of the things today has just been working on my cross ups. I've been I've been really enjoying just trying to focus on that. So um, that's been cool. Uh, remember, you get something free book from Audible by going to audibletrial.com/sbc. The chair I'm sitting in is from OPC. Go to n64josh.com/opc. You automatically save ten dollars at checkout. My book is done. Another castle. Get the first chapter for free by going to n64josh dot com slash another castle right we got lots of resources for you guys links in the show notes that kind of stuff make sure to check all that stuff out um i'm putting up videos on my youtube channel that are that are helping out and we do have that page on my website if you go to n64josh.com slash smash videos i'm going to make sure i'm updating that with some more videos this week so um, but so far there's some really good stuff on there especially if you're just starting out with smash and you want to be able to improve so thank you guys so much for your questions for calling in and everything we really appreciate it and we will see you on friday for the uh normal episode take it easy guys bye now